Hello, Dave. Uh, g'day, mate. Uh, we had a drive of the F-Pace Jaguar the other day. Uh, did it appeal to you as it drove up to, to your house? Yeah, it did. It's got quite a nice look to it, doesn't it? Most SUVs, and this is a medium-sized one, they are, to my mind, a lot of them tend to look rather boxy. Uh, Land Rover Discovery Sport is probably a better one. Just a straight Land Rover is a bit uh, boxy in that. Um, the other ones, they're starting to get there. Next week, we'll have a look at the Mercedes-Benz GLC class, which comes, in, among other things, one with a fastback look. I'm not sure that enhances the look or not, but really to make an SUV look good is pretty hard going, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and I think they've really nailed it with this one. It's quite, quite an elegant, not, not, not over-designed or anything. It's a, a subtle elegance. Yeah, the Jaguar, I think, I think it is too. It's got a reasonably long nose, but without being too aardvarkish that I think some cars tend to look. I, I think of the Infiniti, some of their models there, particularly the early, early ones were like that. This has a strong nose, but not over the top. And the grille on the front is clearly modern Jaguar, not the old style, but clearly modern. And I think, as you say, the balance of that is rather nice. It lands it very well. Like it's a, it's, it's a little bit aggressive and a little bit eye-catching, but without being sort of... Uh gaudy if you will and i also like the tail light of it as well because it's got a little bit of a, a throwback look to what we re- originally saw in the e-type a little round light and then the the blinkers and that extend around the side of the car a little and uh, that's also a look that they've got in their other sports car the f-type and now they've carried that over so it's it's not over the top it's a very relatively small lights but they just carry that character with them as well i think uh jaguar enthusiasts might be upset with me but uh, yeah a i didn't notice and b <laughs> it didn't particularly jump out of me as a as a, as a amazingly attractive rear, rear of the vehicle to be honest very hard to make an suv look good at the back that's true it's not going to necessarily appeal to young people but it's a nice little nod for us oldies, I think. Uh, yes. A very strong grill on the front as well. Uh, so a little bit of tradition in the well, tradition in the modern sense, without going back to the old Mark II's or that. But uh, not bad. Now this class, do you know this class? That's uh, medium-sized SUVs greater than sixty thousand dollars has gone up about forty-five percent in. The sales last year. Yeah, no wonder Jaguar wants to get in on it. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's exactly the point. Uh, it it might not be a traditional class for Jaguar. They are saloons and sports cars, as you we know. But if you're not building SUVs now, you're denying yourself a major part of the market. The Mercedes GLC that's up three hundred and eighty percent. Now these are small numbers. Uh, for the whole yep. year, they sold about four, yeah. about four thousand four hundred. But the next one is the Land Rover Discovery Sport, and then the BMW X3, and followed by the Audi Q5. But the thing about uh, Land Rover, and you know, with Range Rover as well, 
they have both the Land Rover and the Range Rover in this class, and they also happen to have the Freelander, although that's pretty well not selling anymore. That's uh, gone. But the point about that is that you combine those two together, and they're doing very, very well. In fact, Mercedes's first Land Rover is second, but only by about oh, 20 vehicles. Uh, so when you put the second model from the Range Rover point in there, you get that Land Rover's doing very, very well. And they, they they look spectacular. I love the Land Rovers, and the the only thing that I reckon the Jag has over the Land Rover is the fact that everybody's got a Land Rover. Uh, I live in the in the West, and there's tons of them around. But you could have uh, with the Jaguar, you could have something a little bit different, but still that looks uh, right up there. I think with those uh, those other cars you've been naming. Yeah, it's it's a case. I think that they've got character, and I think the F pace continues that. Yeah, I agree. Well, from Jaguar, of course. Now, you, you, the interior. Did you like the interior of the Jaguar? Yeah, yeah, I thought they've uh, fit that really well. I love this move towards bigger, uh, bigger screens. That, that, uh, as a technologist, I just uh, think that the bigger and the brighter the touchscreen, the better for me. The nice thing about it is it's rather wide. And so you can divide it into two. You can have something that's quite clear still there and something else on the left, like your radio. And, and on the right, you can have your navigation. It gives you that sort of uh, qual- uh, vision. I like them big, too, because very small screens don't fit my fingers very well at all, If it, particularly if it's a touch screen. If you're driving, you just don't want to have to have precise aim to get the right button you just want to throw your hand at it i think that's exactly right of course something like the tesla has a huge screen a bit like your mac computer turned sideways going running sort of up and down it, it, that's the way to do it the other thing i like about the jaguar and we're seeing it on a number of cars is the navigation information is very clear you not only get an arrow that says turn left but it might give you an indication of the signposting that you're likely to see and I really like that, and it had the sort of integration with it on the on the screen in the center of the dash, but also on the heads-up display and uh, sort of where your speedo is. So you've got lots of points of reference, whichever is sort of most comfortable to you. Yeah, the head-up display might just have the arrow, but as you say, on the dials in front of you, it might have the signposting or an example of what the signposting will look like, you know, an arrow to the Harbour Bridge or, or in Sydney, for, ex- for example. So I, I like that, but with, without going over the top, it still has an element of simplicity about it, which I think is important. So how much are they worth? You're starting at a bit over 74000 plus on-road costs, puts you near 80 at least. For the base model, it uh, then is about 84000 to go up to the next 3-litre V6 diesel. It does go right up to the top of the range. It's 120 or more thousand dollars plus on roads. We had the two-litre diesel. Now, I've had, had that engine in some Jaguar saloons, the XF, for example. I thought it wasn't too bad, although in the F-Pace, I just thought it was a little noisy, and it's certainly not going to give you punch-in-the-back performance. No, no. So do they have a... Uh, a, a more punchy version? Oh, yeah, they've got a 3-litre diesel, and I think you can get a V6 in it as well. So it is, we had the base model in that regard. So I think that there there are a, a number of uh, other options to it as well. A bit of the road noise. Yeah. It didn't quite have that elegant ambience about it just yet, I think. I think that might take another variation or two 
to get that sort of feel as though you're in a saloon car. Yeah, and I think your point around the, the engine stands, if you're going to be spending that sort of go a little bit more and, and uh, get that bigger engine. Uh, yep, but uh, for, as motoring reporters, that's easy for us to say, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. Oh, but as I say, if you're if you're if you're up at the eighty ninety thousand and go at the extra ten, I don't think it's uh, it's a, it shouldn't be that big of a stretch, or you're probably making the wrong decision to begin with. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're probably pushing too hard. I think that's right. Uh, yeah, exactly. The only thing is, some of the options on it can push the price up as well. So, okay, Matt. So uh, enjoyable to drive. Maybe we might uh, have a go of the competition, the Mercedes GLC in the near future and see how they compare. Thanks for your time. Sounds great. Thanks, Dave.